This is Among the Stacks, produced by the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. The podcast where you learn what we're reading and recommending and the library news. Hello, I'm Sheila Stovall, the director of the Allen County Public Library. Hi, I'm Amanda Calvert, and I'm the children's librarian. And I'm Chelsea Howard, I'm the technical services librarian. Welcome to Among the Stacks. This is our very first podcast at the Allen County Public Library. Yeah, so Sheila, what have you been up to lately? I have been doing year-end reports and (laughs) counting how many people attended programs, how many people checked out books, and really just evaluating how we're doing on our services right now. How are Are our services? (laughs) Are we doing good? Well, compared to last year, COVID-19 has really uh, put us in sort of a a different mode of operation. So circulations are down, but people are certainly still using library services. So, (laughs) but it's kind of discouraging when you look at um, some of the numbers for checkouts, but you know, so, you know, that from programming. Yeah. But I also get those emails from our uh, digital collection and the circulation of our ebooks have gone crazy through the roof all across the state. So that's an encouraging stat to have. It is. And yeah, programming stats are down because they're not able to come in the library right now. But we are still offering our digital, our virtual programming online through our YouTube channels. And we have been getting lots of great feedback for that as well. Right. Yeah. And so there has certainly been a learning curve for how to how to do YouTube videos, right? Yeah, I remember yeah. you calling and you're like, we can do better. Our, first, <laughs> our videos are so bad. But we have gotten a lot more better with the, with the compiling and editing of the, those videos. Yeah. It's definitely it was sort of trial by fire, that's oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's Learning nothing worse new... than hearing your Southern voice yeah. or my Southern <laughs> country voice on a video. We've had so many yeah. comments on YouTube saying, y'all talk so country. And I'm like, well, we are in South Central Kentucky. <laughs> it's a part of it. So uh, we've grown our fans from across the straight state now for some of that. So Yeah. Great. I've had people from Monroe County talking about how they would love to work at our library because we've done so much online. They're like, I would just love that. All your videos are just so good. And I'm like, Thank you. <laughs> Did you say it's because our library director didn't give us a choice? <laughs> no. We had this really mean boss, and you're not going to believe what she's expecting us to do. And now we're doing podcasts. I know. <laughs> it's like, woo. I, 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 I enjoy it. In that. Um, it's so, been hard, it's but I do me- enjoy it. So. Yeah, it it is. Well, we actually, we're here to talk about um, what's going on in the library, or I don't know, as we've gotten to talking about some of our virtual program, Amanda, what's been your most embarrassing moment on the the um, <clears throat> YouTube channels? Any of those? Well, I was doing a video one time and working from home, we were doing a, uh, one of my videos was on the farm. And <clears throat> as I was getting ready to start my video, I was probably talking for a couple of minutes. All of a sudden, this huge bug comes and it like lands on my shoulder. And I wish I could find that video because Chelsea's wanting to make a blooper reel of all of our mess ups because there's so many. And um, we are working on our ums because sometimes we will really say that a lot in our videos. So we're cutting those out as much as we can. And then, of course, with the farm animals, we've got the goats and the rabbits and stuff. And you just never know what they're going to do. I did one time record a whole virtual story time. It was like a 20 minute long thing. 
And I went to go upload it and had just taken a picture. I'd never pushed record. So I had to do the whole thing <laughs> over again. Oh, <laughs> that's so frustrating. The I've had like the a two minute long video where I thought I, um, I was messing with the camera trying to get it set up. And it's just me like fiddling with my camera for two, two minutes, just like lifting it up, <laughs> lifting it down. I'm like, gosh, I've just wasted all this phone memory video on myself. Yeah. Yeah, we had oh no, time. I didn't press record. We've done all this in error. No, no, it says recording. Oh, oh gosh, you scared me. I was like, no, it says it's gone. <laughs> oh me. So what are you reading right now? I couldn't resist that. I couldn't resist that. Oh. As we, as we're trying to get our first ever podcast up and going. Okay, well, now that's enough about our bloopers for now, because, you know, I like to present a professional image, obviously, but um, tell me about, there. what are some new books coming out, Chelsea or Amanda? What are, what are y'all reading right now that you think that's worth the time to recommend to someone? Um, well, I just finished reading, one real, real, real fast, Chelsea, I just finished reading okay. a book by Sue Monk Kidd, and it's called The Book of Longings. And I'm really sound and like, I'm a conservative girl and, you know, I'm really sound in my faith, but like this book is so intriguing. Sue Monk Kidd is a wonderful author and she had this vision one day that Jesus had a wife and the storytelling is so beautiful. It's like you are in the midst of all of these biblical stories that you've heard throughout time. And I just really loved her rendition of this story and it really emphasized on giving the woman a voice. And I would recommend that to anybody who um, has got a strong faith background. Um, it was a beautiful, beautiful book. I just finished it. It was wonderful. Wow. That kind of makes my brain think, ooh. I know. It does make you, I mean, it, it's like it made my brain just kind of explode for a minute. But, you know, at the in, in the essence, it's a fictional story. Yeah. And uh, storytellers, right. that's what they do. And. It's not that I necessarily believe that Jesus had a wife. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. But in in the context of being an author, which, Sheila, you are an author now. I mean, it's fun <laughs> to write stories. I would, I would never write Christian fiction right. or <laughs> historical fiction for fear that I might. I don't right. know. Step on but I do write Christian fiction, but I don't write historical fiction. Yeah. So I'm sure she had a ton of research that was involved mm -hmm. in writing she, this story. I think story. it took her about, I think she said five or six years to write this story. It was really wow. thought out and it was just really wonderful. Okay. Well, I have something I'll consider reading then. Okay. I'll have to think about that. I have so many books on my to, to read list. I can't find time for all, yeah. all the books. I'm reading like four right now. So <laughs> I can't read but one book at a time. That makes me, I get confused between the, the characters, the books like the characters. So maybe that means I read books that are too similar, but I can't, I can't do that. So what's one of the ones you're reading right now that you think people might want to hear about Chelsea? Well, the one that I'm most interested in um, uh, is a book called An Almost Zero Waste Life. So it's a nonfiction book and it has all kinds of tips to, uh, eliminate waste in your life so one of them that I'm about to do right now is to make my own apple cider vinegar so I went Ooh. out into um, my house has some apple trees and I went out under there trying to get some apples and I got eaten alive by mosquitoes in the process but later today <laughs> I'm going to try to make some apple cider vinegar we'll see how it goes in about three months we'll see if it turns awesome. into anything <laughs> maybe you need to look and see if they have a homemade recipe for insect repellent 
Oh yeah, I'm sure there is something out there. <laughs> I did not, but my sister has one, so I'll I'll have oh. to make some up. You'll have it to works, share that. It works really good. But okay, all right. What are well, you reading, now, Sheila? What am I reading? I have just finished The Waterkeeper by Charles Martin. So if you're not familiar with Charles Martin, his probably most famous book is The Mountain Between Us, uh, which was made into a motion picture. But uh, I love his books because they're, they just touch the heart. And his main characters are always someone who's really broken or suffering a heartache, mm-hmm. has really survived some sort of terrible tragedy. And yet they always overcome and usually end up helping others along the way. And mm-hmm. I think this this novel, this novel is different in that it was really just action packed. I mean, they it deals with a sort of trafficking of young women. He he's really uh, going on a boat trip. To it's kind of re- as relevant to what we're listening to on the news with all these human trafficking scenarios taking place. Yeah. Yeah. So, and how, and you learned about how they lure these young girls to the, this sort of lifestyle. Hmm. And so, uh, but in the book, he's really on his way to spread the ashes of his mentor. And then he rescues a woman who's been in a boat accident and he finds out that she is trying to track down her daughter who's, uh, disappeared and then he also he picks up this ex-convict Shoot, who is loaded. dying of cancer and he rescues a dog <laughs> <laughs> so this unlikely group sort of bonds and they get on the trail of i think the character's name is summer summer's okay. missing daughter and uh, so it's just, you know, I couldn't put it down. So I would highly recommend The Waterkeeper by Charles Martin. But you're going to need a box of Kleenex. Oh, oh no. <laughs> bad right now. <laughs> no. But at least, but you said that, that it, you know, the re- the re- it comes in, he overcomes. You they know overcome. they're going to overcome. But I can't well, tell you how. As long as so, the ending is good, then I can, yeah. I can handle it. Okay. Well, and actually, I've. Uh, also have just uh, started, and I pulled this from Chelsea's book truck, so don't tell anyone that <laughs> I've been reading a book that has not been processed, Ooh. but I had to read it. It's called The Lions of Fifth Avenue by Fiona Davis, yeah, that one and looks good. because when you open the book, the first thing it says is for librarians everywhere oh well that does sound good (laughs) yeah and so it's 1913 i'll read from the inside cover of the book what caught my eye it's 1913 on the surface laura lyons couldn't ask for more out of life her husband is the superintendent of the new york public library and they live in the library oh but some books end up going missing so it's kind of a time bop thing or like you so you spend time in 1913 and then you spend time in 80 years later in 1993 when uh laura's granddaughter is now an employee at the new york public library and she knows there's a mystery surrounding her grandmother laura lyons who was an activist and she didn't even realize until she went to work at the library that her grandfather had been the superintendent of the library and that they lived in it. <laughs> so while um, Sadie is uh, at work, she's been been made charge of a exhibit, an exhibit. Books, rare books start disappearing again. Oh, wow. 
can these two be connected or are they related and oh, so anyway so that's what i've started so i'm really looking forward to that but that's called the lions of fifth avenue by fiona davis sounds so, good good i don't know do y'all have anything else on your reading list that you want to talk about today I'm reading Simon the Fiddler, and I think you read that, didn't you, Sheila? I did. I love that. That's a historical fiction book. Okay, so you did love um, it. I did. Right now, it's kind of War. Slow. right now, it's kind of slow, and I'm debating about whether I should keep going. But you think? Oh, no, you should keep okay. going. Okay, I'll keep going then. <laughs> There's romance there. He's, okay. His big drum. His big dream is to. I can't remember her name. Well, I just she, I just met her a few chapters ago. I don't remember okay. either, but yeah, I love interest. He wants to okay. get his land. His you know this woman he falls in love with love at first sight. Okay, and so, I'll keep going. I'll let you know when I finish it. I'll keep going. <laughs> it's he has a hard life. After it was, it takes most of the book takes place after the Civil War, exactly, and it's just just a hard time to survive. Yeah. My goodness, so they're all musicians. I've you know figured that out, and they're, I think they're trying to find their way into this new phase of life by making money in their musical um, interests. So that's where I've gotten in so far, and I think it's. I mean. It's just kind of slow, but I, I think once it gets there, it'll it'll take off, and I'll appreciate it more. I've started reading a book I grabbed off the book cart last week. It's uh, called Anxious People by the man who wrote A Man Called Ave. I can't Frederick something. Oh, Frederick Bachman. Oh, I yeah. love Frederick. Bachman. I don't know what I love it's about, him. but um, but just the title, I'm anxious. So the book, I was like, this thing's fitting. <laughs> so I just I just grabbed it. <laughs> We'll see how that one goes. To be continued. <laughs> well, I, had, I, I haven't loved all of Frederick Bachman's books, but I certainly loved A Man Called Ave. And when I, I first too. started it, you need to stick with it. It's like a book about a grumpy old man. Right. But once you get into it, if you stick with it through that first couple of chapters, you just can't put it down and you just fall in love with Ave. I right? love yeah. Ave. I did. I just love too. And I think another book that I just loved that he wrote is called my, I think it's called my, my grandmother said to tell you she's sorry. Right. <laughs> and this book is hilarious, but it's just uh, wonderful. And I mean, it starts out uh, this grandmother and her little six-year-old granddaughter are in jail <laughs> and they get in jail because they break into the zoo at night to see the zoo and they end up throwing monkey poo at the police <laughs> i think <laughs> as they're trying to get away oh, and um anyway so um, that's not that might not be exactly how it all goes down so that's how the book opens and uh it's 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 just an excellent fun it's so different i can't tell you there's any book out there just like either one of those books. And I think that that's a really sign of a great author when they don't mm-hmm. follow a cookie cutter pattern of exactly. story that they create yeah. their own unique stories that when you really, you know, look at, there's just nothing else out there like that. And so, and I, so I think Frederick Bachman does a good job of that. So I'm looking forward to hear how you, you like okay. that book and recommend it. All right. Okay. All right. That's well, good. Okay. Well, I can't think of anything else. We're, we're, we're running out of time. Um, this is our first podcast. Uh, I guess I should have said the name of our podcast is Among the Stacks. We hope so, you like it and come back and listen. 
come yeah. back and <laughs> tell us what you want us to talk about. Uh, was it worth your time to listen to as we're, you know, I think librarians get a bad rap sometimes. I think we're all, you know, we've got the cardigan sweater, which Chelsea wears a lot of cardigans. I love cardigans too. <laughs> I love cardigans. I a lot of people who are hot all the time, so I have to have a cardigan. <laughs> it's a necessity. But we like to have fun and a sense of humor. And, you know, you know, we do realize that sometimes people damage books and we don't put you in library jail for that right we appreciate when you're honest and just tell us hey i dropped this book in the bathtub but right instead of telling us that you checked it out like that so yes <laughs> tell us it the truth like and we'll work with it. You. it all the time it was like that when i got it yes oh, no 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 yeah. <laughs> no no because we 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 are pretty diligent about cleaning books and yeah. inspecting them when they come in so they don't go out of here like that for yeah. sure. So just tell us. We're not the mean librarians. We like to have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And we love, I think one of the big things that to me since COVID that's, you know, I've spent a lot of days here alone just mm-hmm. waiting for the phone to ring. You think of all places to be, you know, quarantined or self-isolated. The library would be the place. But it was very sad. And it just opened my eyes to how much it's really the people that come in to see mm-hmm. us that I love interacting with, even though I'm in the back room a lot of times and people don't realize that I'm here. I really missed uh, the interaction with the library patrons. Yeah, I I love my favorite comment since we've been able to reopen is having our patrons come back and they're like, we've missed you. You know, like that just makes my heart feel so good because, you know, they need us and we need them. So it's a a good feeling. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you for joining us here today. So we plan on doing a podcast a couple of times a month just to talk about books or what's going on at the library. And uh, I, we look forward to join you joining us. And so, so right now, I guess we'll sign off. And so thanks for listening to Among the Stacks. You've been listening to Among the Stacks, a podcast produced by the staff of the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you among the stacks.